This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, November 16th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Positive signs on Farm Bill talks. Long-delayed nominee to get vote. Forest Service chief on defensive and new suicide data. Roberts takes a rosier view of Farm Bill talks. Senate Agriculture Committee Chair Pat Roberts is now taking a much more upbeat position on the fate of the Farm Bill as time grows short for lawmakers to smooth over several remaining differences. On Wednesday, Roberts blamed House Agriculture Committee Chairman Mike Conaway for delays that threatened success in the waning weeks of 2018. But yesterday, he was predicting success. I will tell you, I'm very happy about the progress we made, and we're very close, Roberts told reporters, stressing that there is no acrimony between him and Conaway, despite barbs tossed by both lawmakers a day before. We're now close. We're closer than we've ever been before. Absolutely not, he explained when asked about tensions between them. I love Mike, says Roberts. Still, he said the four principal Farm Bill negotiators, himself, Conaway, Debbie Stabenow, and Colin Peterson, are not yet ready for a final meeting to wrap up the talks. He also suggested there has been compromise over reform in the Supplemental Attrition Assistance Program. When asked if the final plan for SNAP would be more like the House proposal, which would make it harder for states to get waivers from the existing work rules for SNAP participants, or more like the Senate version, Roberts replied, it's a mix. Groups make last-minute Farm Bill appeals. Many of the nation's leading agriculture economists are urging Farm Bill negotiators to make sure they include provisions making USDA data available to researchers. The data from commodity and conservation programs, as well as from crop insurance, could help them analyze the impact various farm practices have on crop yields and production. Provisions to make the data available under condition of protecting the confidentiality of producers is included in the Senate version of the Farm Bill. Making the data available to researchers has the power to unlock solutions to conserve natural resources and improve farmer success, says a letter signed by 60 economists and other scholars. Separately, a coalition that includes consumer groups and organizations that advocate for small-scale farmers appeal to negotiators to make sure the final bill is as close to the Senate version as possible. Like the Senate bill, the final bill should strengthen anti-hunger, conservation and local food programs, support the next generation of diverse farmers, tighten farm subsidy loopholes, and reject anti-environmental riders, the letter says. Forest Service Chief on Defensive at House Hearing on Harassment. The head of the Forest Service told House lawmakers yesterday her agency is improving the way it addresses sexual harassment and assault. But to some lawmakers and Forest Service employees, her words rang hollow. We have moved to take action on every front. Vicki Christensen told House Oversight and Government Reform Committee members, we are doing better at holding bad actors accountable. But one former employee called Christensen's action plan merely a check-in-the-box process and said sessions where employees were encouraged to speak up about harassment were ineffective because employees were afraid of retaliation. Shannon Reed, who was an air quality specialist with the service in New Mexico for about three and a half years, said she was fired last month for reporting sexual harassment by her supervisor and for providing sworn testimony about harassment by former Forest Service Chief Tony Took. 
Took retired in March after only six months on the job. Democrats and Republicans at the hearing told Christensen that harassers need to be held accountable and criticized training sessions where alleged harassers were in the same room with employees that they allegedly harassed. That charge was one of the many in a letter sent to Christensen Wednesday by dozens of current and former female Forest Service employees who demanded a meeting with Christensen. After long delay, USDA nominee to get vote. President Trump's nominee to become USDA's general counsel, Stephen Vaden, will finally get a vote in the Senate. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has teed up a procedural vote on November 26th to move ahead with Vaden's confirmation. Vaden's nomination was approved by the Senate Agriculture Committee a year ago in December, but a floor vote was delayed by Democratic concerns about reassignments of career personnel in the department. New CDC Analysis farmers among highest suicide rates. A new analysis by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention of Suicide Rates by Occupation shows farmers, ranchers, and other ag managers with among the highest rates. The suicide rate for that occupational class is significantly higher than it is for agricultural workers. According to the new study, The suicide rate among male farmers and ranchers and other agriculture managers was 44.9 per 100,000 in 2012, 32.2 per 100,000 in 2015. The suicide rate for men who are agricultural workers was about half that of farmers and ranchers at 20.4 per 100,000 in 2012 and 17.3 per 100,000 in 2015. By comparison, in 2016, the U.S. suicide rate among working-age adults was 17.3 per 100,000. Earlier data released and later corrected by CDC raised concern nationally and on Capitol Hill about what appeared to be a significant rise in suicide rates among farmers. Keep in mind, spurred by the suicide concerns, the Senate included provisions to expand mental health programs in its farm bill. The bill also would require the administration to report on mental health of farmers and ranchers. Grains Group, dairy farmers, testify in support of USMCA. The new U.S.-Mexico-Canada Agreement, or USMCA, would be good for the grain and feed industry. National Grain and Feed Association President and CEO Randy Gordon told the International Trade Commission at a hearing yesterday. Speaking on behalf of NGFA and the North American Export Grain Association, Gordon said both groups are pleased USMCA maintains and expands current agricultural marketing access and preserves the dispute settlement process for anti-dumping and countervailing duty cases while modernizing the agreement to address the challenges of 21st century global trade. Michael Dyke, CEO of the International Dairy Foods Association, said his group welcomes USMCA, but that Mexican tariffs on cheeses and Canadian dairy pricing policies could negate the trade agreement's gains. California recommends restrictions on chlorpyrifos. The California Department of Pesticide Regulation has recommended that county agriculture commissioners restrict the use of chlorpyrifos until DPR decides whether the insecticide is a toxic air contaminant sometime next year. DPR has recommended banning all aerial applications of the chemical commonly known as Lorsban 
discontinuing application on most crops except for what it calls critical uses, where there are few, if any, alternative pesticides, and requiring a quarter-mile buffer zone during all allowed applications and for 24 hours afterward. Here's today's He Said It. No, 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 no. That's Senator Pat Roberts responding after being asked if lawmakers were deadlocked on farm bill differences. Well, that is Daybreak for this Friday, November 16th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.